before we start, uh, Kim, man, we just really just give, uh, with a clap of hands, a, a thank you to Brandon um, and this, this band. Um, so I, I, I speak on behalf of everybody in this room. Uh, we want to say thank you, Brandon, for the way that you lead us. Um, day, every week, um, you come in here and you lead us into the presence of God. Um, so thank you. Uh, and man, we're so excited for what's guaranteed to happen and where you're going to go take uh, what God wants to do with you for the rest uh, in this next season of life. And to you, Ali, um, you get, you're the next, it's your turn. Um, and I fully, I'm so confident that you're going to do the same thing. Um, and so, man, just thank you all for, for everything, um, for y'all playing in the background too. Um, so yeah. Cool. Um, so since tonight is um, last night, uh, man, I, I figured we would just go out um, with uh, rather a, a bang, I would say. Um, and this is how we're going to do it. Um, so this time last year, um, I was saying goodbye uh, to everybody. If y'all if remember, we were the guy, I think there was girls we're maybe in here, uh, or maybe the, the fellowship hall. We were in the fellowship hall with the girls in here, or they were in the chapel. Chapel, okay, well anyways, it was like, it was super sad, like, uh, and it was like a joke, not really, but it turned out that I actually stayed. Um, but that wasn't in my plans, that was all the Lord. And so, just really cool that uh, literally a year, uh, it's been a year where I, I got on this stage to preach like my, what I thought was my last time uh, at Refuge, and a year later, I'm still here, uh, and I will still be here. I'm not going anywhere, guys. Um, but, you know, I just, it, it's really cool, uh, and I say that because I, I just want to um, point that out, that it, it, in my own life, I've seen God, uh, what, what I thought was, uh, the, my plans, uh, what I thought was the right thing, God just kind of turned that and directed and, and lead me to somewhere else, um, and that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Uh, so where we are in the, the, the story, where we are in this series of just going through the Bible, we're, we're now in the book of Jeremiah. Um, we're almost to the end of the Old Testament. We're, we're in this uh, kind of this era where there's a lot of prophets. There's a lot of um, people that God is speaking to um, for the people. Um, and so Jeremiah, he's one of them. Um, so there's seven uh, prophetical books that um, God uses and he speaks to people out of those are seven. I'm sorry. There's 17 out of those 17 There are five major prophets and then there are five 12 minor prophets major doesn't really uh, Mean anything more than uh, what minor does um, It's just a longer book in the Bible uh, And Jeremiah is one of them uh, and so each prophet God is using to speak something directly to the people of God um, so what Jeremiah, what God is speaking to Jeremiah is, it's, it's very plain. Um, he is, it's a warning. It's a warning to the people um, about what is getting ready to come. Uh, and so at this point, we're, we're in the story. Uh, Israel has uh, forsaken the Lord. Um, he has, they have um, gone against the Lord. Um, they have forgotten God's faithfulness to them. Um, they have, he's for, they've forgotten that they carried out of Egypt, um, that he's, he's promising them to, to be taken to a land, and they've just gone and they've it caused division, um, that they're now separate of each other. Uh, and so uh, what has now happened is God is, now has to go back and say, um, 
he's just. We, we've learned that plenty of times uh, coming here, that God is just. Like, God has, he has to be just. Um, he's such a jealous God that anybody that has wronged him, there has to be something, uh, there has to be some form of punishment um, because he is a just God. Uh, and so, and the, the, the story, um, Israel has forsaken the Lord. Uh, and to get them to see what they have done, he's going to use Jeremiah um, to speak. He's going to speak to Jeremiah, and then he is going to say, Jeremiah, go convey this message to the people. And so uh, if you do have a Bible um, we're, and you want to turn it, you, I won't be, I'm going to be flipping over, but you could stay there. We're going to be in Jeremiah um, 1 and a little bit in 2. Um, and so I'll give you a time to turn there. Uh, Jeremiah 1.11 is where we're going to be at. So this is after, um, like I said, uh, Israel has already forsaken the Lord. Uh, this is um, what, Jer what, how God is going to use Jeremiah, uh, the, the message that he's given Jeremiah to speak to the people because they have forsaken the Lord. Um, so it says, Jeremiah 1.11 says, uh, excuse me, I'm going to go a little um, ahead of that. And it says, um, verse 9, then the Lord put out his hand and touched my mouth. Uh, this is Jeremiah speaking. And the Lord said to me, behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I've set you uh, this day over nations and over kingdoms to pluck up and to break down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. Verse 11, and the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I said, I see an almond branch. Then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am watching over my world, my word to perform it. The word of the Lord came to me a second time saying, what do you see? And I said, I see a boiling, a boiling pot facing away from the north. Then the Lord said to me, out of this north disaster shall be let loose upon all the inhabitants of the land. For behold, I am calling all the tribes of the kingdoms of the north, declares the Lord. And they shall come and everyone shall set his throne at the entrance of the gates of Jerusalem against all of his walls all around and against all the cities of Judah. And I will forsake me. Uh, and I will declare my judgments against them for all their evil and forsaking me. They have made offerings to other gods and worship the works of their own hands. But you dress yourself to work, arise, and say to them everything that I command you. Do not be dismayed by them, lest I dismay you before them. And I behold, I make you this day a fortified city, an iron pillar, and bronze walls against the whole land, against the kings of Judah, its officials, its priests, and the people of the land. They will fight against you, but they shall not prevail against you. For I am with you, declares the Lord, to deliver you. Um, so we see in this message, uh, he, he's, he's asking Jeremiah, what does he see? Uh, and he says that you are right. That's what you see. That, that's a good thing that you see it. Um, and then he just begins to, to just reveal to him uh, why, what, what it is actually is that he's seeing. Um, and so we see that in that it says, um, I will declare my judgments against him. So like I said, God is a just God. So he's a God that is one day going to judge uh, the people. And in this point, uh, the people have turned so far away from the Lord that they have rightfully so they need to be judged. Uh, they need to um, pay for what, what they have done. Lord, the Lord commanded them way before, made a covenant with them what he was going to do. Uh, and really what they didn't do is say that was, I trust that. 
Um, and so they've broken that covenant, sinned against the Lord. Um, they, they, they've idolized other gods. And we, we see, uh, we, we heard, in the, even in the, going all the way back to the, new, uh, to the, the Ten Commandments, that that's one of the biggest things that God says is that we wouldn't do that, that we wouldn't worship other gods, that we would worship the one true God. Um, so we see them worshiping other gods. We see them, um, they're doing this work. Uh, everything that, like I said, they've sinned against the Lord. So um, I'm going to be, the, so, so that's just, the, just a little summary of uh, Jeremiah. Um, there's a lot. Uh, we don't need to, for tonight, that's, we don't need to, to go into this long, elaborate um, learning uh, about the book of Jeremiah. Um, because what we have right here is enough to see and, and see that this whole entire book, book of the Bible, this whole entire, every, all of the books of the Bible begin to be really clear because of these verses. Um, and so what we see is that, um, and there's a, a, a sorry that I want to call, uh, not a picture, but a, uh, we've seen it uh, where um, there's four things. There's the creation, there's the fall, there's redemption, and then there's restoration. And so where we're at, we have seen God create, we have seen God, uh, we have seen the fall, we've seen the people uh, continually falling into sin. They, they've been separated from the Lord. Um, and what we see right here is that that's just another version of that, that this is another way that the people have fallen away from the Lord. They've sinned against him. Um, there's now created this separation between God's people and God himself. Um, and so how does God use Jeremiah? God uses Jeremiah. He literally puts words into his mouth and says, go and warn the people that the day of my judgment is coming. Um, and so there's three things uh, that because of this, um, I, wanted, I, I want us to, to really get out of, uh, and so um, jump ahead, Jeremiah, and you don't have to turn here. Um, so just understand that the, the people have uh, sinned against the Lord, that there's a day that they're getting ready to be judged. Jeremiah is being sent to warn them. Uh, this is now, we're in chapter 31, and uh, verse 31 says, Behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make my new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah, not like the covenant that I made with their fathers on the day that when I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant that they broke, though I was their husband, declares the Lord, for this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them, and I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. And no longer shall each of them, each one teach his neighbor and each his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they shall all know me, from the least of them to the greatest, declares the Lord. For I will forgive the iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. Thus says the Lord, who gives the sun for light by day, and the fixed order to the moon, and the, sun, and the stars for light by night. Who stirs up the sea to the waves roar, the Lord of the hosts is his name. It is fixed order departs before, from before me, declares the Lord. Then shall the offspring of Israel cease from being a nation before me forever. Thus says the Lord, if the heavens above can be measured and the foundation of the earth below can be explored, then I will cast off all the offspring of Israel, Israel for all they have done, declares the Lord. 
behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when the city shall be rebuilt for the Lord from the tower of the Hanel uh, to the corner gate. And the measuring line shall go out further straight to the hill girth and shall um, then turn to go in whole valley of the dead bodies and the ashes and all the fields are as far as the Vork Kidden to the corner of the horse gate toward the east shall be sacred to the Lord. It shall not be picked, plucked up, overthrown any anymore for forever. Um, so we, uh, like I said, the beginning of this was how the, the people of Israel have sinned against the Lord. Now we, we go a little bit further into the, this book and we see that Lord, uh, man, he's so gracious to the people um, that he actually is, um, he's going back. He's going against what is rightfully so for him to do. He's going against judging the people in the way that they think that they were going to be judged. Um, and so two, three things. Um, the first thing that I really want to talk, point out, um, so I got three points and then we're, we're going to be, we're going to take this to, to somewhere else. But three things, um, what God wants for his people, what God is trying to do after this, this thing of creation and fall where we're at, he is trying to redeem his people. Um, and so for us, as we sit in here, as we sing songs, as we, we open up our Bible, as we, the, the more that we walk uh, with the Lord uh, and we have a relationship with Jesus, we have to understand that God's greatest desire is us. God's greatest desire is, to, is for us to be with him and for him to be with us. That's it. Um, and so there's so much that what does God do in, in John 3.16? That he sends his son um, to die on a cross. Um, and so that, literally that's, that's what he's trying to do. He's, he's at a point where he just wants to redeem his people. He wants, to, he wants it to go back to what he created. He wants it to be this, this beautiful picture that he created, this, uh, where we see um, he, he creates. And then he says, after everything he does, when he creates, he says that it is good. Um, and that we see no evil in the world and we see no sin in it. We see no corruption. We see nothing um, trying to deceive. That's what he wants to do. He's redeeming that. Uh, he is trying to redeem us back to this thing. Before he can restore us, he has to redeem us. So we have to understand that God's greatest desire is you. It's me. And so when we say our greatest desire is for him, we can't leave it at that. It, it, we have to... And without God's greatest desire being us, we do not have any greatest desire to be with him. Um, and so, thankfully, that's what Jesus dies for. Die, he dies and he says that my blood has covered your sins. Um, you know, my blood has covered anything that, any of your past mistakes, um, any iniquity that you've, you've done. Um, my, 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 my body has given you new life. Um, the old is gone, the, the new has come. And so, thankfully, uh, because Jesus has died on the cross, there is this desire that is truly, is truly there. Uh, second thing, um, so because that uh, God is just, the day of judgment still is going to come. Uh, the day uh, it awaits, um, as we sit in here, there's going to be a day where we have to go uh, and we will be face to face with the Lord. Um, and I, it's so crazy when you read the Gospels. Um, it blatantly says that it'll, what it'll be like is we're going to be standing there and it's going to be, do you know me and do I know you? And if the Lord doesn't know, if Jesus does not know us, we do not get to enter in. So that day of judgment is coming. Uh, and I don't say that to scare you. I say that um, with the next thing, my next point, 
Um, Second Peter um, three, eight through 10, I really eight through 12, but eight through 10 says, but do not overlook this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise um, as someone counts slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief and the heaven will pass away with a roar, and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved. Ouch, that, that just doesn't even sound good. Um, and the earth and the works that are done on it will be exposed. Since all these things are thus to be dissolved, what sort of people ought you be to be in the lives of holiness and godliness, waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be set on fire and dissolved, and the heavenly bodies will melt as they burnt. But according to his promise, we are waiting for new heavens and to new earth in which righteousness dwells. Um, so my point, my second point is God's grace is very patient. Um, so that's what I, when I say that is uh, we, we sit here and there's this day that we know that is coming. There's this day of judgment that we know we'll one day have to face. Um, and God's grace is so um, full of patience that we don't know when the day is coming. All we know is that there's a day coming. But what God shows in this, these verses is that what he wants is that he doesn't, what that song says, that he wouldn't relent unless he has it all. And so what he wants is he wants everybody, sorry, he doesn't want anybody to perish. He doesn't want anybody to, to what it says burn, oh, burn and to dissolve. Um, he, his grace is so full of patience that he's willing to wait. Um, but waiting to us is not waiting to the Lord. And so we can't sit back and think, oh, what is waiting to you? If you think about it, some of you might in here live to 100. That would be crazy. I don't plan. I want to go at like 65, honestly. Um, I'm, I'm being so honest. I don't want to be old and mean, especially like if I look at my grandparents, like, gosh, they were so mean when they were old. Like, it just gets to a point where you just like, you don't, don't care what you say. And you're just like, you just be blurring out stuff and they'd be like, grandma, you shouldn't have said, why you say that? That's mean. Like, I don't want to be at that point. I want to be like young and kind of vibrant and be like, yo, deuces. Um, but to us, 60, like I'm 23 right now. I'll be 24 in a little over, what's the date today? The 24th? Today's 24th? So, the 25th? 25th? Uh, so I got a little less than a month and I'll, I'll turn 24, 65, that's a long time for me from now. Like that's 40 plus years, 40 years, 40 years, 40 years. Um, but I say that, so 65, 40 years, that's a long time. Like that's super long, but that, that we, we, that, that's not that long to the Lord. Um, what this verse says is that a day is like a thousand days. That means that it could come, and, it's going, and then it even says that it's going to come through the night like a thief, and it's just going to pass through, and we're going to be like, oh, shoot. Um, but I say that because the, the day is going to come. Like I said, I don't say that to scare you, but I say, and I hope that it becomes a little bit more real in your life, um, that there is going to be a day where you have to meet face-to-face -face, um, the, the creator of this earth, um, and you, that's going to be your entryway into heaven. So that's point number two, and just to see that uh, what God, uh, in the grace that God has, there's a lot of patience for his people 
Um, so there's a lot of patience for us when we make our mistakes. There's a lot of patience for us when we continue um, to, to, to walk in sin with hopes that we would begin to walk out of it. There's a lot of patience when um, now we're doing wrong things, when we've lost our way and we don't know where to go and it seems really dark. Um, and there's a lot of patience for that. But patience one day will run up. Um, and, and then God's grace of a judgment will come. And so point one is that he wants to desire you. Point two is he's giving us some time. Point three, uh, and so here's where we're going to switch it up a little bit. Uh, and considering what tonight is, like I said, it's the last refuge. Point three is what he wants to do to reach this, this place of creation, fall, redemption, restoration. He can do it all by himself. But what he wants to do is he wants to do it with you. He wants to share. He wants you to be a part of the story. He doesn't want you to sit on the, plane, on, on the bench and be the, the bench warmer. He wants you to be the, the MVP in it. He wants you to be in the middle of the story. He wants to use you as you bring more restoration to this earth, more restoration to, to people. More, he, he wants to use you in that. And so what has to happen is um, you have to quickly realize that the desire that is there, because Jesus is out on the cross, it, it's full, it's there. Number two, um, you have to understand your time um, that you have left. And number three, you have to understand your role. And so, um, man, the, the Lord really does, like, and I, I, why, why I bring up uh, and why it's so cool for me to, to stand up here a year later thinking that I was going to Florida, when my intentions were to go to Florida was that I was going to go um, and I was going to be able to do something very similar to this. Uh, it would have been a, bit, a bigger church. Um, I would have been going to school, uh, and I would have been getting trained to, to do ministry. Um, and I was, thankfully, I, I was going to be around students. That's what I want to do. Um, and then I, my hopes in that was that I would build confidence. I would feel more equipped um, as that one day God would call me to lead a ministry on my own. Um, because that's what I, I feel like God has called me to do is to be into student ministry. Um, what, I, what I realized is that God wanted to use me here to do the same thing. Um, and so like I said, uh, my, my plans are, were far, far different than what I expected um, or what they turned out. But what I realized is that if I was in Florida, God wants to use me. Uh, what if, but that I'm in that, God is still using me. Then even quickly I remembered that I have a past. I have something that, I, I, that, that was behind me once, uh, that was really, it was in front of me, excuse me, that is now behind me. I had a, I had a lot of mistakes. I've, I've done my wrong. I, I've been the Israel that's forsaken the Lord. I've been Israel that has sinned against the Lord. I've been Israel that has worshiped other idols and, and desired other things other than him. I've been that. And what God did for me was he, he, he showed me how much of his desire was to be with me so much that I, I realized that Jesus was the answer even more so understanding that there's going to be a day where my life, I'm going to have to come forth and I'm going to have to answer by everything that I've done on earth. And then I understand even more that because of that, I, God wants to use me. And it says one of the greatest commands that Jesus leaves us with is that go into the nation and make disciples. All right? And so that's literally the first command. That's the command that we are left with to do. Like 
that's what you're to do. So whether you are called to go anywhere else, you are also called in everything that you do to go make disciples. Um, and so God wants to use you. And so um, tonight, man, it's so cool that uh, we're coming to, and it's, it, every year it's going to happen. It's going to continue to happen. where We're going to have people that have been here a long time, and they're going to go somewhere else. And they're going to leave. Um, and hopefully by the time, the, the four years, the six years, if you include junior high and high school together, the time that y'all are here, well, hopefully what happens is you realize that God is, um, excuse me, I keep burping, um, that, that, uh, that smoothie, um, it's, uh, I can smell like and taste the strawberry banana. <laughs> um, no, I'm sorry, guys. Um, but no, I hope that in the time that you are here, uh, your, what, your, what it looks like is that you realize that God uh, once had a lot of judgment for you, but he sent his son to die for you. Uh, so much that it compels you to say, you know what, Jesus, like, here's my life. I need you. Like, I understand that I need a savior. And then it takes you to the, the next step where you're like, gosh, like, there's not a lot of time. And because there's not a lot of time, I'm called to do something in the time. And what I'm called to do is I'm called, I'm, I need to go love my, my, my schoolmates. I need to go love my friends. I need to go love my family. I need to go wherever I'm going to go, and I need to love people well, and I need to share the, the gospel, and I need to share what God is doing in my life. And I would need to show people that because you've fallen away from the Lord, that God desires you still, that he still loves you, and he's not going to relent until he has it all. Hopefully that's what happens in the time that you spend at refuge. 